infield dirt. Everybody's welcome. NCAA D1 Baseball Championship preview show here. So the uh, finally the regional bracket. Everything is all set. We've got that going on today. Um, starts on Friday. And uh, all the teams, all of the regionals have been announced. We've got all four teams in each of them. We'll preview all of those. Uh, before we do that, um, I want to get into, we, we, had a, we threw a question up on our Instagram. Um, I mean, DeGrom made a start the other day. This will be the only Major League Baseball action we'll talk today. But DeGrom made a start the other day. I think the first nine or ten pitches were 100 miles an hour. Um, which is just so stupid. And basically the question we asked was, do you want prime Kershaw, prime Max Scherzer, or prime Jacob deGrom? And, you know, two people were nice enough uh, to respond to our posts. We really appreciate that. Um, Gil Gil Murata, as always, um, he said, this is what he says, I don't know, that's tough, but I might go Kershaw, but it's so close between him and deGrom. Um, I think he's got a point. because, you know, Kershaw's run of dominance was so far, it's been longer, but also he's played longer than DeGrom. So no one's saying that DeGrom can't do it for, um, you know, however many years longer he would have to do to equal Kershaw. Um, and then uh, Jack Powers, shout out Jack Powers, said DeGrom, not even close. So uh, not even close. Wow. Um, very, very interesting there. Uh, what, what are you, what is your take on that? I think we've talked about this a little bit, but um, now that he's back and healthy, I think it's, it's worth mentioning again. Yeah. I mean, those are like three of some of the best pitchers in the history of baseball, but yeah. I mean, it's gotta be DeGrom. He's yeah. just so dominant. It's he's comes out, you know, off the of DL and he's throwing 101, like, yeah. you know, no you know, Kershaw and Scherzer, they just don't do that. So, right. I mean, I think it's DeGrom, but, I mean, it's not a no-brainer, I'd say. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think, like, Gil had a good point. Like, you can – like, Kershaw's – he was so dominant for so long, and he's still a really good pitcher. But it's and just – same thing like, with Scherzer. I mean, he's still good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, But I think, like, the thing that makes DeGrom so special is that – and obviously, like, DeGrom is still younger than those guys. Not by much, really. Yeah. Um, but uh, – like he has gotten better with age, which is just mind boggling. So, I mean, I, I think DeGrom's 32, Clayton Kershaw's only 33. So, I mean, the fall off from Kershaw being like as dominant as he was to where he is now was, you know, it is a bit of a fall off, but he, he I mean, he's just such a good pitcher. He's still effective. So, um, yeah, I think it's I'm I'm Degrom. I know you're Degrom. So, um, but I think really you could go either way. And you know, Scherzer's got to see some love too. He won back to back Cy Young. So he's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get right into college baseball. It seems like we've been waiting forever for this uh, this regional bracket. This year for college baseball was really just it was awesome for so many reasons. Um, we're, we're let's go right down just each regional, um, and we'll kind of give our I guess we can give our, our um, our thoughts on each of the, you know, each of the teams and how well we think they're going to do. I guess first off, were there any teams that were snubbed that you thought maybe deserved to make it into the tournament and didn't? I saw. Um, I mean, I the first one I thought about was Pitt. I know they lost. They had a tough, I think, last 10 games or three and seven. But I thought overall they were good enough to make the field. Also, um, little New York State love here. 
disappointing for Stony Brook. Um, they were supposed to yeah. play NJIT in the title game. Game got um, canceled because of rain. NJIT got the automatic bid. Yeah, that's tough to end your season because of that. So we're sorry, Agreed. Stony Brook. Yeah, I'm with you. And I, you know, you even could mention Georgia. Yep. I know there were a lot of SEC teams in there, but you know, especially with Alabama getting in, I know they won yeah. a couple games in the tournament, but it's like Georgia had a better um, overall conference record. So yeah. it's you know that's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the same thing, but um, but nevertheless, um, we've got I mean we've got some good teams in here, and uh, let's see, going right down. Oh wait, did oh Louisville didn't make it either? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was another one that I was thinking. Um, yeah, that tough, tough. Um, anyways, let's go down the list here. Um, the first regional, uh, Fayetteville regional, hosted by Arkansas. No surprise, they're the best. They are the best team in the, the country, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, they waltzed through the SEC tournament. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, they won the SEC regular season, the tournament. I don't even – I I don't think they lost a um, SEC series either. I mean, yeah. they've been the most dominant team in the country. I don't see anybody in this regional really giving them a challenge. I thought Nebraska winning the Big Ten, having to go to Arkansas was tough. Yeah. Also, Northeastern can pitch it a little bit, but – you know, I just – I don't think anybody in that regional beats Arkansas and I see them moving on. No, I don't think so either. I mean, I, I like – I know what you, Nebraska was a pretty impressive team this year. Um, and, yeah. and, and, you know, they, uh, they're they picking up after their football program, which is just absolutely brutal. So um, that's good for them. But, you know, I, I think it's really at this point – I mean, anything can happen. It is baseball, but this is about as sure of a regional as – as it gets um if you I, I are mean, looking for somebody to watch though nebraska's shortstop apparently is one of the better prospects and not only is he um prospect for shortstop but he also apparently hit 99 on the mound so i oh. believe he's one of the relievers so cool and a so, nice casual little casual 99 on the bump yeah the shortstop no big deal um yeah let's go uh let's go to the next one here the austin regional texas getting to host um i like that i think texas i mean i really i thought texas was number two uh if we're going down the national rankings so i think this is that's right there um arizona state they're always a good team they're always solid um they're going to be interesting fairfield yeah. They're a sleeper. I mean, they've only lost three games this year. Now, granted, they didn't play as many as some of the Southern schools, but. It's still I mean, impressive. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know it's one of the lower division one leagues, but it's still, anytime you only lose three games, the team's pretty good. Right. Um, they got upset in their uh, yeah. tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to be hard for anybody to beat Texas. Obviously yeah. they're loaded. Maybe Arizona state comes out of the regional, but um you know, it's always tough because, like, if you're Arizona State and you play Fairfield and let's say you lose to them, well, then you have to roll off, like, four in a row, whereas Texas gets to play Southern first. And that's about as, you know, for sure win as you can find in baseball, at least at least college baseball. So, yeah, um, you know, I, I like Texas in this one. I'm with you. I'm with you for sure. Um, it's it's really hard not to pick the number one seed in, in most of these regionals. Um, at least when they're a top five national seed. Yeah, really exactly. Hard. I mean, there's a reason they're up there because they're beating top they're you know, they're beating top 25 teams. So um, and the same is true for the next one in Knoxville, hosted by Tennessee. Um, you know, 
Tennessee was another one of those teams where like they were challenging Arkansas for, for one of the best, for the best team in the country. Um, And I think that, uh, you know, this is another one. Liberty's a solid team. This is a, this is a decent regional. Um, Yeah. Like Duke is, is, Duke's going to be. Duke's rolling. I'm actually, I'm taking Duke in this one, to be honest with you. Really? Because yeah, I mean, they, they, they've won like nine or 10 straight games. They just won the ACC tournament. They mm-hmm. can really pitch it. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like a team that I know Tennessee's high and they made it to the title game in the SEC tournament. But I feel like if you're a team like Duke that was struggling, probably wasn't going to make the NCAA tournament midway through the season. Now they're playing your best baseball. Um, you know, yeah. I, I'll I take mean, Duke in this one. Duke's done it the past two seasons or the past two yeah. tournaments. They uh, went into Georgia a few years ago and won that regional. So. Yeah. Exactly. Obviously they can do it. Yeah, there's no I I they they would be a team where I wouldn't be a I wouldn't be very surprised if they came out on top. But at the same time, Tennessee's just been yeah. They've been it's tough to pick against Tennessee for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the next one, Nashville, we got Vandy hosting, um, Georgia Tech, Indiana State, Presbyterian. Um, I'm not. I got to be honest. Other than Georgia Tech. Uh, I'm not sure I see much of a uh, much of a challenge for Vanderbilt. Um, I mean, Indiana State. I know their offense is not too bad, but Presbyterian. I mean, they they're only one game over 500. It's kind of hard to see them coming in and and winning anything. But no, I, this this will be a Vanderbilt three and move on oh, to yeah. the regional. Um, mm-hmm. Not much competition here, and my I actually think it's one of the um, worst regionals yeah. there is this year, just because I mean. Georgia Tech of the two seed, they weren't even that great in the ACC. Yeah. Um, and then Vanny's just, you know, everybody knows about Kumar and Jack Leiter. Yeah. It's tough to beat those guys. So I mean, really, like you, you we're really gonna see what those guys are made of this year or or in these playoffs. But I mean, the way for the most part that they've pitched all year, and I think they got tired towards the end of the year, and you can't really blame them. It's a really long season. But um it's hard to not say that Kumar and Jack Leiter are not two automatic wins. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And then whoever else you have. Well, and especially, I mean, you can, you're playing Presbyterian, you can start your, your Sunday guy, your yeah. guy against them, win right. that game pretty handedly. And then you've got Kumar and Jack for game two and three when, um, you know, either Georgia Tech or Indiana State's already used their number one. It's just, right. you know, it's a big advantage and I don't see anybody beating Bandy. No, it's a good point. And you know Presbyterian's going to throw whoever their ace is, who's yeah. not, probably not even going to be as good as Vanderbilt's Sunday guy. Probably but, probably oh. won't even make Vanderbilt's team, but, <laughs> yeah. you know. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, so that, that one's basically a lock. We've got the Tucson Regional hosted by Arizona. Um, this is a really good regional. Yeah. Like, very, really, really good. And honestly, I think the team that's going to surprise anyone is going to be Grand Canyon. I think I, was gonna say too. I think they're a much better team than people think. Yeah, I agree. So, coming well, in as a four seed, like they're going to yeah. upset some people. Well, so early in the year, I, w- I actually watched Arizona play at Grand Canyon, and it was a really good game. It was a midweek game, so they didn't throw a team to their best. But, um, I mean, Arizona's really good. But I think Oklahoma State, they made it to the Big 12 championship game. They can mm-hmm. swing it. They, their um, Friday night guy is really good. And also, US, um, UCSB. Um, is a very under the radar program. 
I feel like every year they're a two or three seed in the regionals and, you know, they just, they somehow make it to Omaha. Uh, they typically pitch it really well. I know their number one um, is supposed to be a first round pick. So if you want to watch a good little pitchers duel, um, the first game that's Oklahoma state might be pretty good, but this is honestly, it might be the best regional um, of all 16 in my opinion, because all four yeah. teams could win it. Right. I think it's going to be the most competitive for sure. I mean, you can't, you can't ignore three, three teams who one of them won 40 games and the other two are right, right on the threshold of that basically. So it's um, yeah, it's very, it's going to be very interesting. Um, So we'll, we'll see, we'll see how that goes, but uh, I think that's going to be, like you said, the most competitive and probably the most exciting regional. There goes my dog. Um, all right, let's go uh, uh, Fort Worth, hosted by TCU. Um, I honestly, I didn't know if TCU was going to host a regional. I'm kind of, I'm a little bit surprised with Texas already hosting one, but um, still solid team. Uh, and my dog Dodger doesn't like Texas apparently. So there we go. All right, who else we got in here? Oregon State, Dallas Baptist. That's a sleeper team right there. Mm-hmm. Dallas Baptist, solid, very solid team. And McNeese, don't really know too much about them. You always get those teams, though. Yeah. So, I mean, Oregon State still has um, Kevin Abel from the College World oh, yeah. Series game. So, maybe they yeah. can make some noise. But, I mean, I, at least in this one, I see TCU winning it. Just because a lot of it has to do with playing at TCU in Fort Worth. Like, their crowds, it's a big yeah. crowd. You know, they get after it. And I mean, obviously they're really good. They wouldn't be hosting if they weren't. So, but I mean, it'd be, it'll be a good regional um, three teams again that could win it or move on. So mm-hmm. solid yeah. regional. Yeah. I think I like, I'm picking Dallas Baptist in this one. I think their, uh, their offense was, was sneaky good this year and they've got a, a few guys on the team who, who can chuck it. So um, I'm, I'm looking for them to come out on top in this regional for sure. Um, let's go to Starkville, Mississippi state. Another, you know, we've got a couple, I think, when, like I said, when you get to this point, you see, like, for the most part, college baseball wants the best fan environments to host these. And, and like, you know, because people might question, well, you've got two teams from Texas, three teams from, you know, two teams from Tennessee, teams from Mississippi. It's like, well, there's a reason that they're hosting because, you know, these are the crowds that people want to watch. Yeah. Um, and probably the crowds that are going to make them the most money. So um, Mississippi state VCU Campbell and Samford. Uh, interesting. I think uh, for me, this might be another one where I think Mississippi state kind of, you know, yeah, should easily come out on top in this one. Um, yeah. You know. I, I think they will. It's so hard to win there, especially in the playoffs. That place yeah. is rocking. Yeah. I do think that VCU and Campbell, are both very good teams. VCU is like 37 and 14 or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're a good club. Samford's even traditionally been a, you know, a pretty solid team. So I don't think it'll be an easy um, regional win for Mississippi state, but I don't see, I mean, it's really hard to go in there play on ESPN with a sold out, you know, crowd in Starkville. Cause that place, it might be the best fan environment in all college baseball, yeah. especially in the playoffs. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't see anybody beating Mississippi state there. Yeah. Agreed. I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I'm taking Mississippi state in this one for sure. Um, the next one, I, how do you say this? Lubbock, 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 Lubbock. Lubbock. Okay. Lubbock regional. That just makes me sound like an idiot. Lubbock regional hosted by Texas tech. Um, 
you know, I'm a big Dallas Braden fan. We're big Dallas Braden fans here. Yeah, and and uh, he's a Texas Tech alum. Um, and I've heard him talk a lot about uh, just the atmosphere at Texas Tech and uh, the home fans and how um, how important they are to that team. And I think this is going to be a huge advantage for them. Um, but this is a this is a pretty. I, I think UCLA has a chance to upset here. I think UCLA is a pretty solid team. Yeah. North Carolina, they were iffy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I it, honestly, the ACC wasn't all that impressive this year. So I think to just be, you know, I mean, yeah, they made it out of the ACC, but you know, I, I just haven't been, I wasn't impressed as I usually am by North Carolina. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, Texas tech and UCLA, even UNC three programs that are, you know, typically in Omaha or at least competing for it. Uh, You know, it's tempting to go with UCLA here. I just feel like at home, Texas tech, they're really talented. Um, you know, they, they really just mashed baseball, especially at home in the playoffs. Um, you know, and they've – I think – I'm pretty sure they're the only program that's made it to the College World Series like six straight years or something. I don't know. They have they've, – they've been to the World Series, it seems like, every year now for the past like six years. So I'm going to go with them in this regional. I do think that they might lose a game though, um, but I will take them to advance out of the regional for sure. <clears throat> Interesting. All right. All right. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm going the same way. I, I like UCLA, but I think Texas, I mean, they were a team at one point, they were number one in the country, or at least they were top. I think they were one or two. So, um, you know, they're a very solid team. Um, Stanford regional um, one of the, you know, not that they're a bad team, but it's one of the less, uh, I don't know, the less strong regionals, I would say. Um, I mean, you've got North Dakota State in there. They've won 41 games. UC Irvine, same thing, 40 games. Um, you got Stanford hosting at 30 wins. This one could, I as a favorite or, I don't know, either or. Yeah, no, um you know, it's like you said, it's kind of um, it's one of those regionals where at least I don't know that much about Nevada does have the leading um, hitter in the country, Dylan uh, Shrum, I believe. Sorry if I mispronounce your name, if you're even listening. Um, he's in 480 on the year. Pretty impressive. Pretty cool, um, especially for the amount of games they play. Um, but I'm going to go with UC Irvine. Stanford feels like they host every year and they lose in the regionals. Yep. UC Irvine's typically a program that. They don't really have anybody that jumps out at you stats-wise, but they just win playoff baseball games. They, you know, hit and run. They steal bases, and they pitch the ball well, and they play defense well. Um, I'll have them advancing out, but I don't have them going anywhere after that. But in terms of overall regional, not that impressive. Yeah, agreed. I'm with you, too. I mean, UC Irvine's 17th-ranked team in the country uh, at the end of the year, so they're for real. And, and I mean – I know Stanford was seventh, but it's like you said, it's just, you know, given their track record, it's just hard to see them come out on top. But I, I, I think this might be the year that they, uh, they finally get over that hump. So I'm, I'm going to take them uh, in this regional, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you see Irvine just, you know, it's not really an upset for the most part, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, surprised if they come out on top. 
uh, South Bend. Um, we've got Notre Dame, Central Michigan, Yukon, and the other Michigan. So um, Michigan, you know, we forget they were in the College World Series just a couple of years ago. Um, they're still a solid program. Um, UConn has got uh, a couple of good, uh, pretty good hitters on their team that could, you know, they could catch fire, obviously. Um, uh, now I'm for, how am I forgetting his last name? Reggie, the left. Uh, Crawford. Reggie Crawford, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the mound and at the plate, just a ridiculously impressive baseball player. So he's a game changer and a guy that could make a big difference in this regional. Um, Notre Dame's kind of a team for me, like, uh, you know, coming out of the ACC where there was nothing uber impressive about them, really. Um, And I think this is kind of another one where it could really go either way or it could go to any team, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to go with Michigan in this one, just based on their um, recent run, 2019. I feel like that coach is a really good coach. They've got a couple uh, big time arms. You know, they've been playing good baseball down the stretch. UConn's been, you know, they won the Big East. They got a lot of talented players, as you said. Notre Dame's obviously really good. They're hosting it. I feel like Notre Dame doesn't have a lot of experience, even in the NCAA tournament, as much as even UConn or Michigan does. Mm-hmm. So I think the winner of the Michigan-UConn game that gets ahead in the regional 1-0, I think that team will be set up to have a good shot at winning the regional. I also think that, you know, Central Michigan – they're a sneaky team. I think that they will beat Notre Dame that first game on Friday. Mm-hmm. They're a sneaky team. They've, you know, they've been set to Mississippi State. They've played in a bunch of regionals. It feels like every year they win a game or two in the regionals. So as a four seed, that's a pretty good four seed. Um, I don't think they would win the regional, but I think they could give you know Notre Dame some problems. Um, so I'm going to pick Michigan to win this regional. Okay, interesting. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go UConn. Um, I think that. I, I I'm with you. I think if they can, I think if they could find a little bit of discipline at the plate, I mean, they've got uh, four guys who hit double digit homers this year. Um, but the thing is like, when you look at, I mean, obviously, you know, they've got, a, they've got some guys who um, you know, who are up there in average, but they strike out a lot. So it's uh, if they can kind of, you know, if they can get that under control a little bit, I think that their, you know, their offense is a team that can really, really carry them. Um, and then, you know, on the pitching aspect, I mean, there's nothing that stands out to you that much, but they're just, I mean, they're a very solid staff. Um, a lot of guys, a lot of their starters in the, in the mid twos in terms of ERA, um, you know, uh, they keep their opponent batting average pretty low. Their entire team, 218 uh, av- opponent average against. So um, I think that their pitching is going to do them a go- or do a good enough job to keep them in these games. And I think if their offense, it's a matter of their offense clicking well enough to win. So I'm going to go UConn here. But um, this next one here. Uh, so South Carolina, am I reading this right? South Carolina is hosting, but they're not the number one seed. Yeah, it's um... – yeah, so Old Dominion's the one seed. They're the technical host, but something's wrong with their field. I forget what it was. So South Carolina's okay. gonna host because they're the okay. two seed. Gotcha. I believe. Okay. Interesting. But, I mean, which is, I mean, that's a big, that's a big advantage for South Carolina. That stadium yeah. is gets rocking in the playoffs. Yes. It's a, I mean, it's it's one of the nicer stadiums in the country. So that's a huge advantage for them. Agreed. And I mean, the thing is, is like 
mad respect to Jacksonville for sneaking into this regional yeah. with 16 and 32 record. Um, Three and 15 in the league, I think, something like that. Just rolls through their conference tournament. And uh, yeah, you got to screw it. Get freaking blown out by Old Dominion. You've got to think. But who knows? Maybe they've caught, maybe they have. You get hot at the right time. You never know. Uh, you might see Jacksonville making a run at the uh, at the World Series trophy, but um, yeah, I think it's tough to. It's honestly tough to not take South Carolina in this. And and you've yeah. got to think with these SEC teams. The thing you have to remember is the competition that these SEC teams are playing against. I know Old Dominion is a very very good team, but it's like, you know, South Carolina. Yeah, their record isn't as you know, it doesn't jump off the, off the charts like Old Dominion's does, but, you know, a lot of South Carolina's losses might not be losses if they're playing teams Old Dominion's playing. And I True. think that's something that people have to remember. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think, I think the sleeper team is Virginia, honestly. Yeah. They've got Andrew Abbott, who's going to start game one against South Carolina. He could easily go in there and just absolutely shut them down. And then Mike Vassell's are number two. Yeah. Also one of the better pitchers in the country. Um, you know, everybody knows when it comes to playoff baseball, you got a couple guys that you can, you know, really get behind and they can throw up a bunch of zeros for you, dangerous team to play. So, but I definitely agree, you know, Old Dominion, no offense to them. I'm sure they play good competition, but it's not the SEC. So, no, it's it'll, true. You know, it'll be challenging for them to win it. Yeah, right. I mean, but you got to, you, I mean, we got to show love to Old Dominion because, yeah. um, I mean, they are you know, in terms of their, their offense that year was, or this year was absolutely potent. I mean, the first seven guys in their, basically in their starting lineup were all hitting above 300. Um, and the, you know, the first six guys, well, basically had a almost a thousand OPS, one guy, 986. Uh, yeah. Um, not like that's not impressive, but, um, yeah, I mean, the guys who made up a bulk of their lineup were, you know, absolute and just, all of them get on base at a 400 clip. So you're looking at a team that knows how to hit and, you know, good pitching or not. I mean, it is still division one baseball that they're facing. So you've got to show them, you know, you know, we'll see, but I'm, but I think that, I think we're in agreement that, you know, it is, I think South Carolina comes in here being the favorite. I don't know if it would be the same if, if they were, if old dominion was home, but like, still, I think, South Carolina would have been – it wouldn't have been a surprise if they lost, even if they weren't hosting. But now that they are hosting, they might be the favorite. So, yeah. We'll no, I, I feel that. Sure. I agree. Yeah. And you brought up, too, um, you know, Mississippi State, um, just the advantage that they have playing in, you know, in their home stadium. But I think that there isn't a bigger advantage than the Oxford Regional and Ole Miss because that True. stadium is – it is one of the best places to play in the country. And I think – I mean, because Southern Miss is a really, really good team. So that's not an easy number two seed. I mean, Southeast Missouri State, not really sure about them that much. Florida State, you know, they're they're so-so. They could, I mean, they're still a solid team. But Ole Miss really impressed me in the SEC tournament. Yeah. Well, they got some big-time starts from people besides Doug McKenzie, which they're going to need now that Gunnar Hoagland's not um, available anymore. Which, but honestly, I mean, you know, Ole Miss has got some good arms behind a Casey, but when it comes to a regional and your season's on the line, uh, you know, that's still a big question mark for them. They can, Ole Miss can really hit, Southern Miss is really good too. Um, 
I'm going to go with Southern Miss just because I don't think Ole Miss's pitching will be able to get them through a regional. And, you know, I feel like they have to be perfect to win a regional. They have to go 3-0, sure. and that's really tough because, you know, the deeper you get into that pitching staff, you know, it's more question marks. So hmm. okay. not that, you know, it's it's a really hard place to play at, but Ole Miss has also hosted, hosted regionals in the past where they've gone 2-0. and out. So, yeah, you know, yes, it's, a, it's an advantage to play at home and it's a tough place to play, but I feel like, at the same time, you know, Southern Miss is really good. Forest State's a good program. Southeast Missouri State, or I don't know who that is, but um, I don't think they're going to do much. But um, it's I'll one of those Southern colleges Miss. that it's one of those colleges that sounds fake. Yeah. Southeast, what is it? South Southeast Missouri State? It, it's you, you made that up. Come on. Yeah. yeah. What league are you from? <laughs> um, I I think um. Honestly, like, I think I know I hear what you're saying about Ole Miss and their pitching staff. I don't know if they have to necessarily be perfect. And I think like there's something to the fact that, you know, obviously they were using Gunnar Hoagland a lot and basically Nikhazy and that was kind of it. But I think the fact that they didn't, you know, some of their back end guys, they might even be a little bit more rested. So I think they might have an advantage at, at you know, in that sense. Um, but, you know, Taylor Broadway pitched his ass off and uh, uh, Drew McDaniel even had a couple of good starts. Um, and then Derek Diamond is a guy who, you know, his ERA is a little bit inflated this year. He had a couple of bad outings, but, you know, he's a guy who can run it up to 96 on the mound. Just a re- he's a really good athlete. Plays, yeah. He plays some outfield too occasionally. So, um, and, and obviously, you know, Wes Burton, absolute psychopath. psychopath on the mound. Absolutely. I watching him in the, it, I would be so mad if I was an opposing hitter, if that guy struck me out. I mean, he's got good oh. stuff for sure. But and he's like, like 6'8". Yeah. But he's sitting up there and he's like talking to himself. And part yeah. of me is just like, all right, how much of this is you actually psyching yourself up? And how much of it is an act, which I guess like I would respect it if it's just an act, but like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> how much yelling do you need to do to yourself on the mound? But it freaking works. So yeah, um, oh, he's a psycho for sure. Dude, that guy's something else. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, like you said, if it, what you got to do to throw well, then go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. 31 strikeouts in 17 innings this year. So obviously it works a little bit. So um, I'm, I'm going Ole Miss. I know you're going Southern Miss. We'll see how that regional plays out. Um, Greenville, hosted by East Carolina. This really is a really good, really good Carolina. Really good regional. Yes. Sneaky good regional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, Charlotte was a team that, like, was maybe up for hosting a regional. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, East Carolina, they've hosted the past, like, three or four years. I mean, that place is pretty – it's a pretty good environment in the playoffs. Um, Maryland is a sleeper team. Sean Burke, their number one, um, big kid, 6'5", sits about 92, 96. Um, yeah. He's coming off a one-hitter against Indiana with 12 strikeouts. Um, they're going to cause some problems. Charlotte hits the hell out of the ball. It, for me, it's either East Carolina or Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's a toss-up, coin flip. You know, um, They're both really good teams, both teams that could go to Omaha and do some damage. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be a really good regional, though. Yeah, I'm looking for Connor Norby to be the difference maker for East Carolina. Um, you know, hit 424 on the year in 229 at-bats. I mean, Ooh. just a 
ridiculously good hitter. Um, I believe if I'm not mistaken, he led the country in hits with 97. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, subtle flex. yeah, <laughs> just a little bit coming into the, into the uh, regional with almost a hundred hits. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, this is going to be a really good one. It, I don't know a whole lot about Norfolk state, to be honest, you know, another team with a losing record, you get those every once in a while though. So it, it, it is interesting, but, um, Eugene regional hosted by Oregon, um, Oregon, a good team. I think, you know, another team that we talked about being a potential host, like one of those sleeper teams, Gonzaga, yep. um, they're going to be solid. They've got a good pitching staff. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right. Yes, they do. They pitch it very well. Okay. Um, this is another, this is going to be a competitive one. Yeah. Um, cause LSU is LSU. So, I mean, I mean, typically, typically if you get a team like Gonzaga or, I mean, Oregon's first three starters are all really good. Um, typically like West coast baseball wins in the playoffs. They pitch it really well, play good defense. Um, I know Oregon's got three or four starters that have all um, had very good seasons. Gonzaga as well. You know, like you said, LSU's LSU. They've got a couple of freshmen that can really hit, but you know, overall they haven't really put together this year. The SEC will have, to, you know, that it prepared them to be competitive in the regional for yeah, sure. Right. I, I'm going to go with Oregon in this one. I think their pitching is really good, and I think that I just, you know, I feel like they're they're going to come away with this one. I think Gonzaga and LSU playing each other first game. Um, it's a really good game, but um, you know, I, I see Oregon coming out of this. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Aaron Zavala on Oregon, too. You, know, you talk about their pitching, but uh, guy hit 398 on the year. You know, they've got some guys who can really swing the bat in that lineup, too. But I think, you know, I'm going to go with LSU in this one. And I think that the difference maker might not even be necessarily on the diamond. I think, you know, they might be playing for a little something extra with Pulmonary announcing his retirement. So, yeah. you know, have him go out on a high note um, with you know, the legend that he was and, you know, he's good. Obviously he's going down as one of the best college coaches in, in the history of the sport. So, um, you know, he's got one college world series under his belt, five appearances. I think uh, look for LSU to find a little bit, something extra to get him that at least a sixth appearance in that college world series. But um, yeah, another good regional. Um, Gainesville, Florida hosting a regional. I was a little bit surprised. A little surprised. Um, again, though, I think it's you know, it's Florida, their big name, SEC school. They'll draw a good great crowd. crowd, great crowd. Yeah, you know, and you got to think any one of these teams that they, you know, if they went Miami hosting, um, you know, you've got Florida, South Florida, and Miami all playing in the same regional. So you, you're going to draw fans no matter what uh, from all of those schools. And then Southern Alabama. Um, so, you know, uh, this is a tough one because Miami's a really talented team. And we thought at the beginning of the year that they might be a team that could crack that, you know, crack into the top 10. And they kind of never really put the whole thing together. Yeah. Um, I think you got to go Florida here, but there's not, there is a definitely a chance that Miami comes out and surprises some people. I mean, they, they get to play uh, South Alabama at first. So, you know, might be an advantage to them. You never know though. Yeah. You know, I think South Alabama is a sneaky team in this regional. I think they're really good. South Florida has also been hot. I'm not going with Florida. I just, I don't like, 
their pitching. I know they've got some guys that can really throw. I just, you know, in general, I'm not the biggest fan of that team. I, you know, Miami hasn't really put it all together yet this year, but they do have some really good arms, really talented arms. They're really talented in general. I mean, it's Miami. So I'm going to go with them to win the regional. I don't, I think, I think it might even come down to Miami playing South Alabama for the regional. I, I think Florida could go two and out or three and out basically. Wow. Um, You know, I know they're at home, but it just doesn't really feel like it's their year. Hmm. Um, And I mean, Miami played Florida to start the season. I believe they took two out of three at Florida. So um, they're very capable of beating them. Um, So I'm going to go with Miami. Interesting. I, I might stick with Florida. I think, you know, I could see it going to Miami, but I think I stick with Florida. I like their, I like their pitching staff and I like Judd Fabian a lot. Um, I think their offense is, is very solid. Um, I think it's really good. Um, you know, obviously you got a guy with 20 homers on your team, you know, you like that, but um, he provides a little bit of protection for some other guys in, in that lineup. Um, but I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one to watch three teams from Florida. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm with you though. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised Miami and South Florida. That would be very interesting. Um, but you know, you do make a good point. It doesn't really feel like Florida's year, does it? So I don't know. We'll see. Um, Rustin, Louisiana tech getting to host a regional. Awesome. I love this. Um, kind of a, not lesser known, but um, I guess uh, I'll pause. What is? I'm bringing a smoothie. Oh, thank you. Got a smoothie. Very nice. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome my mother to the podcast. That was a nice bringing me a smoothie there. All right. I want a smoothie right now. I I, I wish I could give you some smoothie, but you're like three hours away from me, so <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get it. Let's get into this last regional here. What do we got here? Uh, Louisiana Tech. Um, Louisiana Tech hosting 40 and 18. They were a freaking good team this year. NC State um, at the two seed, Alabama at the three seed, and Ryder coming in at number four. Ryder was Ryder the team that upset yeah, they beat Fairfield? Fairfield. Okay. Yep. I'm going to go with, I mean, I, I got NC State in this one. Yeah. I think, you know, they're one of the hotter teams in the ACC. Um, it's not really a great regional overall. Louisiana Tech, don't know much about them. I know that they're very good, but I'm going to go to NC State. Um, yeah, I don't know. This one's tough for me. Um, I watched Alabama play a lot this year, obviously being an SEC team. Um, but from what I saw, from, they were sort of like – they sort of reminded me a little bit of, of uh, Florida – where like, and, and, you know, they were very, they were neck and neck with Georgia who didn't even make the tournament. I, you know, I was, I was never really looking at Alabama. I was never really impressed with them too much. So I think that, uh, I I don't know. It's hard to ignore a 40 and 18 record from Louisiana tech. And there's got, you know, there's a reason they're hosting and being at home is, is, is easy. So, you know, I'm going to go Louisiana tech, but yeah, let's, Let's wrap it up here and talk about who do you think wins? You know, obviously there's a lot more to watch and we'll keep following it as it goes, but real quick, who do you think wins the tournament so far? We've got the regionals. You see how it's set up. Who's your pick? Um, 
I see. I'm gonna go with it's. It's so hard to go against Vanderbilt, Arkansas, just with how good they've been. I'm gonna go with Texas. Ty Madden, number two overall seed. They're they're loaded with talent. Obviously, it's Texas, but um, you know, I think they make a run at Omaha, and I think they. I think this year they get it done. They win it all. Hell yeah, I like that a lot. You know, I'm a big being of the biggest Matthew McConaughey fan. You gotta love. Oh Texas. hell yeah. That's I. I can't. I can't disagree with that pick, but to change it up a little bit, I'm going to go Vanderbilt. I'm going to take the easy way out. The performance Kumar Rocker gave in the playoffs two years ago, I think he follows that up. And now you've got Jack Leiter and the rest of their pitching staff. So, you know what? I'm going Vandy, Texas. I think those are two good picks, but we'll, we'll keep you guys updated um, as we go down the line here. But um, thanks so much for tuning in to the, uh, our little, uh, D1 baseball championship uh, preview show. Um, the games start this Friday. Um, so make sure you guys tune into that. Follow us on Instagram at infield dirt and uh, we'll keep you guys uh, updated. We'll do some more MLB in the next episode, but um, until then um, enjoy the sun. It's not snowing. So uh, as always, yeah. don't go to the Chipotle and it's good. Yeah, as always, no Chipotle in Ithaca. Went to a Chipotle in Binghamton, actually, where my job is, and it was freaking top notch. So, uh, of course, it was anywhere besides Ithaca. It's great. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, that's right. As always, no Chipotle in Ithaca. Go Mets, uh, first place, and uh, we love our, ourselves in college baseball. We'll talk to you guys real soon.